Welcome to Make Dance Fun, the podcast from Confetti on the Dance Floor that's all about adding fun, festiveness, and a little fancy to your dance studio. We are here to share tips, tricks, tools, and all the things that have helped us run a successful business for over three decades. I'm Danny Rosenberg. And I'm Becca Moore. Together, we own Rhythm Dance Center in Marietta, Georgia, where we are known for our fun and energetic atmosphere. We are 100% maximalist, and we always think more is more. We created Confetti on the Dance Floor to inspire dance teachers and studio owners through our fun products, creative and sometimes crazy ideas, engaging content, and of course, this podcast. So let's get started and make dance fun. Hi, and welcome to episode 71 of the Make Dance Fun podcast. Today, we are going to talk about what is next in your summer planning. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of where we've been living <laughs> is summer. Because we, we just we, we just launched our summer yeah. at Rhythm. So we are very immersed in it. We're all in. All feet, legs, toes. It's all in right now. So yeah, so we thought today we would just share with you guys um, kind of what's going on with us for our summer and our summer planning, but also talk about what what are the next steps? If you have your summer planned, your now date, what? Your dates are out. Everybody knows. Even registration is kicked off maybe. But what now? Because we've got three or four months before it actually happens. So and these are things that we're planning that we're doing. So like we're basically sharing with you what our next steps are um, and hoping you're going to get something out of this too. And if your summer is not planned yet, no stress. This is a great time to start. It's it's only early February. You have so much time, but hopefully this podcast will motivate you to get it's some of your on. summer planning and session. So first, we're going to talk about our summer launch. It's actually happening right now. Um, it is the Barbie Bingo, Bingo Beach, Beach Bash. Bash. Barbie Bingo <laughs> Beach Bash. That took me a minute to remember. Um, but so we obviously... As you know, we're going to stay on our theme, the Barbie, the Barbies, and um, we have some new updated decor, and it's really cute. So we had new balloons, and um, we just made it like a lot more fresh. And yeah, everything needed a little bit of a refresher. Pink, <laughs> more um, pink. We actually found the cutest wallpaper, and it's like Barbie themed wallpaper, and we put that. So where our fun wall is at the main location. We had wallpaper put up, and we're going to leave it for the rest of the year. It's so cute. If you've heard us talk about our, our fun wall, our main fun wall at our main location, the number of holes and it's horrible. paint peeling from the wall because we just changed all the time. So the fact that we have fresh wallpaper, and it, looks it looks really nice. Like a brand new wall. It's great. It's so awesome. Yeah. So we did that. Um, we got some fresh balloons. I already said that. And then um, we actually, we had, we had bought a Barbie dream house like early in the season to use for our theme announcement, but we hadn't done anything with it. So we actually set that up and put it in front of that wall. And then we put the Barbies on there and it is a huge hit. Yes. I feel like we were there at the studio yesterday during the the day one of the launch and the kids were mesmerized. And I also just put up a little sign that like said, please don't touch the Barbies. They have to keep their magic kind of going along the elf route. Um, I will say before the sign was up, we also put one little stanchion, right, pink stanchion right in front of it. But right before that, the very first little preschooler that walked in, she was so excited and in awe, but she said, she was with her dad. Daddy, let's. I'm gonna go change real quick so I can come back and play with the Barbies. And oh. I was like, Becca, get us signed up as fast as you can. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I learned a lot yesterday just by being in the lobby and listening to them talk. I definitely, they're definitely into the Barbies, a hundred percent. All ages. But they wanted to know like 
who they were and what their role was and where their Barbie was. So I was like, oh, Danny, like we have to like literally get Barbies for like everything that we have in the show because all the kids wanted to know where their Barbie Which was. Which one is me? My class is doing this song. But what? they were really, really excited. So that was a really positive. It was it the the um, response was really great, like better than I thought yeah. to the to the dream house. Just on day one. It's been two yeah. and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. So we, we so then we have this little bingo game. I just created it in Canva. It's really easy. And you just have to get three spaces in a row and there's a free space. Um, and we have our characters that are being the Barbies that are running the Barbie bingo. Everybody's a winner. Everybody gets a little prize. They get to choose like a lollipop or we have like some rhythm stickers and rhythm keychains, rhythm hair ties. Just little, little cute little trinkets. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's going really well. Um, and then we also have an admin, uh, someone from Rhythm there to like answer any questions anybody has about summer. But we had an amazing launch yesterday and we registered close to 200 kids yesterday for our first day, which is insane. But I want to just say and give you some context. Like we've been doing this for eight years now, this launch situation. So we started small and we've built up to this, right? So it's like, we've been talking about this a lot too. Like you can't just like do something and then if it doesn't work, give up on it. Um, So it's like, you have to think like, this has been a progression. We've worked really hard to build up to where we are now with this launch. So yeah, that first year, I think we registered 40 kids. Yeah. And we were thrilled with that. Absolutely. So. I would have been thrilled with 40 yesterday. I think my thing is anybody who's willing to pay us money in February for a summer dance camp, I am they want their excited spots. about they that. Want it, they want to know. So let's let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. So, yeah, if if you're anything like us and you've already launched your um, summer dates or you've at least sent out a save the date, um, you've got you. Well, you do have the ball rolling. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then what are the next steps? What what are we doing next? So um, for us, we've actually already done this, but something that's really important right now is taking the Google form that we've reached out to all of our teachers um, earlier in the se- earlier in the fall. We reached out and just to get interest on our faculty, all of our faculty. What um, are they even available or interested in teaching over the summer? So we collected some very basic information. So now we're going back to those forms and maybe even resending a new one with more detailed questions. Um, what are the best times of day for them? Uh, which which of our older students are interested in assisting? Um, really just asking questions about the things that they like to do the most. What do they like teaching the most? Do they like, what do they like doing outside of t- the teaching role? Because as you know, for summer camps, you need someone that's going to be able to help you with the crafts. You need you need to have someone that's actually these days documenting everything that's going on so you have it for social media um, and reels. So just you may find that you have faculty members that you never would have thought would be running a summer camp, but they may be awesome at crafting or using the cricket um, or good at styling and decor. So that those are all things that are going to help your summer camp be a huge success. Yeah. And so maybe you aren't going to hire someone Like if they're really good at, um, if they're really organized or really good at crafting, like you could have this person just come in and set up and prep for your crafts. That could be their, their, their job, you know, and that would help you, even if it's just that they're getting them organized and they have like all of the, you know, stickers or rhinestones or ribbons or whatever it is, charms that you're using. Everything prints out. In a baggie with the camper name on it or whatever. Just like things like that that you don't think about that you're just like, oh, like, yeah, I'm doing this camp. And then you realize, oh, my gosh, I have to actually prepare like I have 17 kids for three hours before the camp. Like maybe you have someone that's helping with that prep time. So you may have somebody on your faculty already just going ahead and sending a Google form to get interest on all the things uh, may open up some new 
new opportunities for you and some of your current teachers or assistants. We were talking about this earlier, too, and we think that summer is a good time to maybe try out some new teachers. Like, it may be a good time to train a new teacher or to um, just do, you know, see how they're going to work out or give some of your student teachers a little more um, responsibility and opportunity if they're ready for it. Yeah, so that's number one is the Google form. Get that Google form out. Just um, asking for interest if you haven't done that. Um, Number two is to continue promoting your camps weekly, even if you've already had your launch period or not. Like um, if you haven't had your launch period, then you're going to be promoting hopefully your summer launch is what you're going to be promoting. But if you have had your launch period, which is where we are, we're launching this week and then we'll go into we're going to create an email schedule that will highlight different camps or different classes offerings that we're going to have. And I would guess that we'd probably be sending that out like once a week. And then um, we also already have a poster hanging in the studio with a QR code with a link to our summer camp info and registration. And I highly recommend that if you're like me, like I use, I'm, I will use a QR code. Like if I'm somewhere and I'm like, oh, I want to know more about that. I will just take that and look at it or whatever. And you could, we also have like the plastic things on our front desk that you could just stick a flyer in. We use it for a lot of things. We use it for makeup classes. We use it for trial Trial classes. classes. So have one of those there. Scan here to learn more about summer. Scan here to um, register for summer so that, you know, if there's somebody like that's just, you know, walking around the studio, waiting on a class or sitting, they're going to see that QR code. Maybe they'll just go ahead and get registered. Also, we're going to be doing, obviously, we're going to be doing some social posts to coordinate with emails. If you are using Camp Confetti, which hopefully you are using Camp Confetti because we can help you, we can help you so much, like make your summer dance camp easier and more fun by using our camps. We're doing a lot of the work for you, but you will already have cute social posts that you can use. Um to post or to send, you can send out the pictures we provide you with. You can send those out in your emails. You could put one on your little poster and all the, obviously do a social post. I mean, I think also doing stories, like you could just go on stories one day and talk about some different camps that you're offering to get um, some interest generated. Facebook ads, we usually use Facebook ads only for our lower um, camps, like our lower registered camps. Like, honestly, I don't do a lot of Facebook ads because Within our, um, within our, already our studio, the people who register for camps, like we, we've already got one that's full. I already know that. Um, our frozen camp actually is our, <laughs> uh, full. So, but I'm going to keep monitoring or they'll keep me updated on which ones are the maybe least. not, you know, maybe we only have one or two register for a certain one. And I'm going to try to use Facebook ads. Um, to do that or boost a social post about that specific camp. We're going to be doing that. Also, we have a newsletter that goes out every month. So we're going to be obviously continuing to promote that in our newsletter. And I also think just like maybe do a, you know, have your teachers talk about the summer camps like, you know, once a month in their class, just the first of each month. Like maybe you just send an email blast out to your teachers and say, hey, Make sure that you um, let them know about summer or if you have little flyers, like I know last week, right before the launch, we went ahead and sent a flyer home with everybody elementary and under. We did not make them for the teens because that's a lower group for our summer camps. But for anybody that was elementary and under, we just did a save one of our little save the date flyers right. and sent Every those home. walked out of the door with one. So I think that that's, that's kind of, so that number two was just continuing to promote the camps. 
Uh, so we're going to keep doing that. That's what we're going to be doing. Consistency. Consistency. Yep. Um, something else that's on our upcoming to-do list is uh, putting a summer planning meeting on our calendar. And f- there's going to be multiple meetings for us, um, but making it a working meeting. So, <clears throat> and ideally with your key players that are going to be doing most of the work over your, over the summer. Um, but this could be this could be a once a week. This could be every other week. It could be just two meetings between now and and when your summer camps start. But just going ahead and putting it on the calendar, sit down, go through your camp confettis. If you're using camp confetti or whatever your themes are, go ahead and make a list of crafts that you know need to be ordered. Order them and go ahead and store them. Label the box with exactly what it is and store it somewhere so that it's ready to go. Um, go ahead and talk about the structure of all of the days, who's in charge of what. Um, well, go ahead and plan your playlist and go ahead and create your playlists in Spotify or wherever you're creating your playlist. And if you if you know how many kids, like Becca was just saying, we have one camp that's uh, our frozen camp is already full. We know that we have 17 kids or however many kids that is. We could go ahead and start printing out because we're it's, it's 30. It's a camp confetti. 30 kids. 30 kids? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we may be splitting that into two. Yeah, we will. We, we had already planned to split it into two, but now Krista was like, should we split it into three? But that's Perfect. what I'm saying, Why you guys. Not? Be flexible. That's, I, we were talking about this earlier today, too, but we're like, if we have a camp that's full, figure it out. Give make the people what camps. they want. Give them what they want. If, if they want ha- more frozen, give them more frozen. If you have the faculty to make it happen, yeah. go for it. Um but yeah, just you, anything that you can go ahead and start doing in this working meeting and don't make it a meeting where you just talk about what you needs to happen, but actually make yeah, things happen. Th- that's a big, that's a big difference. Cause I think we, we all know there's many meetings that we have that it's are just, just creating more to do lists. It's, yeah. Creating more to do lists. So that's been a big thing for us this year is let's have a meeting where we're actually accomplishing. So it's like, it's a working meeting. Right. And try to limit yourself to an hour to, for that meeting yes. or two hours if you're only going to do one or two of them. But um, yeah, just going ahead and do it. And if, and if you're, you can't do that every week or every other week, plan a one solid, like longer meeting in May with your staff that you know is going to be teaching or doing the crafting and sit down and nail out, you know, work out all of the details. I know we've been talking a lot about summer on the past few episodes that we've had. So like, if you haven't listened to those episodes, I encourage you to go back and listen, because I think we talk about our summer camp director. And I think that that's a huge, um, big piece of our summer puzzle is having someone to really facilitate and help us with all of those details. So if you don't have a summer camp director, maybe you consider someone hiring someone part time or just like a, a pro as a project, it, like yeah. just to do part of it for you. It could just be the crafts or it could just be the organization or it could just be the meeting with teachers to get them scheduled. Whatever would help take some off of your plate. I think that that is really important uh, to make sure that you have. So these meetings that we're talking about having, they would a hundred percent and a lot of times Danny and I aren't we're not we're even gonna be at these them. meetings because right. we because we have this we have this the team right now that is that yeah. they're they and this position their... for summer camp director has been in place for a while now at our studio and so Danny and I are not a part of that. They'll come like, to us with questions afterwards and you know quick questions but they've they've got it under control. And I think one other thing that kind of goes along the same lines is depending on who is taking part in these meetings that you're having obviously you'll take great notes and and make list you know clearly make notes of what you've discussed or worked on, but make sure that you're communicating this information with the staff that maybe isn't there. Yes. Like this, there might be somebody actually teaching the camp that, you know, misses out on the info because you have it all contained. Sometimes we're guilty of that. We we work, 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 and then back on the we're like, wait, we didn't even share that information with Krista or Shelly. They don't know what's going on. So just making sure that everybody that needs to know the info um, gets the info after you have these meetings. 
Okay, the next one is take some fun pictures to promote your summer. Uh, we're always going to do this. Um, you can use, we encourage you, obviously, to use dancers from your studio. Just shoot a few quick fun pics. I mean, depending, like, you may have, like, we always use our year-end show theme to promote our summer. Like, we're using the Barbies. And honestly, it's amazing because if someone's not available, I can just take a picture of a Barbie and <laughs> use that. Works great. Um, but whatever your show theme is, maybe you want to use that. Maybe you have a completely separate summer theme. And if you so you're going to use that, maybe you don't have that, then just go with, I mean, bathing suits and beach balls. You can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. Uh, but, but maybe I, we, we, we've talked about this before, but I think encouraging you to be who you are as a studio, um, using your dancers so that that shows your authenticity, uh, to create some content using your own dancers. Your dancers are going to love it. And then you can use these, e these photos in your emails, uh, your newsletter, social media, and more. Also, like I said this earlier, but if you're using Camp Confetti, which hopefully you are, you are already going to have some fun picks to promote any Camp Confettis that you have. So that already we wanted to make it as easy as possible for you. So you're going to have that, you know, you're promoting. Um, I'm going to encourage you to go with In My Sparkle era. <laughs> that just so you know, that's our number one selling camp for this, um, our new camp. Kind of a no brainer this year. But you guys, it's moving up the list. I predict that by May, it's going to be our top selling camp that we've ever that had, which is crazy because we've been doing this for seven years of camp. So y'all, Sailor Swift is the real deal. <laughs> Offer In My Sparkle era. It's going to be so fun. But anyway, so you can just throw that in and send that out and put it on your social media to let people know that you're going to have a Taylor Swift themed camp this summer. So promote the summer with your picks. Yes. Um, also, if you have a performing company or competition teams or invitation only groups, um, I think it's important for us. We require them to to take a, a specific intensive Um so I think reminding them of those dates for us specifically, we set those dates early in the season for our performing companies. Like they know in August or early September. It's in their company handbook. They, they've known all year. And um, it's on our website. They might not remember it that they've read it or we've talked about it, but it's there. But I think continuing to remind them of those dates so that they can't come back to you later and say, hey, I did not well, know. Well, I think another reason is just because we have new kids that try out every year. So... Our, we have there's no wiggle room at all with our summer intensives for our company kids. So like if they want to be in our connection performing company, they have to be available on those days. So we make that really clear. So that's what I'm saying is like, go ahead and let them know, hey, if your dancer is thinking about auditioning, save, save these, these dates because there's not a backup option for right. it. And same thing with if you have any classes, we have our spotlight program and our petite pizzazz where we require them to do a, a, a summer camp. That one is not a specific date, but because our dates have been out since the end of um, or mid-December at this point, same kind of thing. We say if you are interested in continuing with spotlight or interested in participating in any of our invitation classes, should you be invited, a camp is going to be required. So go ahead and look at these dates and think about which one works best for you. Yes. So that is just... You know, keep that, keep your customers updated on yes. requirements and what dates are important to them. Okay. And then the, the last thing we have on this list is a camp confetti planning sesh. And we suggest doing this in May. Um, I think that that's usually when we do it. Getting together with the team that will be teaching all the camp confettis, print out 
because you're going to get, if you're doing a camp confetti, you're going to get a download with a lot of stuff in it. Print it all out. Print it all out. Print it all out. I think if you're the summer camp director, the studio owner, and you're in charge, I encourage you to print it out, read through it so you understand what's going on, and then making sure that your team that will be teaching it, they understand the plan um, and they understand the format. Uh, You're going to also get um, some choreography. You're going to get lots of crafts. You're going to get Usually there's tons of different things for you that you need to print out, like your invitations and your certificates. So I would just print everything out and go over. And then you guys together can make a daily schedule because we think that we at Rhythm, we use our camp confettis for three day or five day summer camps and they're three hours each time. So like if we're doing a three day, you may have to edit out some of that material. Save it for later or for another event. But if you're doing a five-day, hopefully you're going to be able to get to everything. But then we usually have like, let's say, let's do the, say, in my sparkle era. Let's say we have that one. And let's say there's three combos. Like there's two jazz combos and a hip-hop combo. Um, Our team is going to sit down and go ahead and decide, like, because we have big camps. So if there's 40 people in our camp, they'll divide them into three groups and they'll say, this group is going to do this jazz combo. This group will do this jazz combo. This group will do this hip hop combo. Um, Sometimes they may do them all, but sometimes they divide them up. So each group is doing, and and we created it that way. So you can do it, whatever works for your kids. You know, we also usually encourage like everybody does like a welcome dance together for the show or everybody does a finale finale dance. Go ahead and like get your calendar out and like write down, okay, like, you know, on Monday from 10 to 1030, you're going to go over the camp. You're going to, we have a little story always in our camp confetti that you can go over with your campers to help them understand what they're going to be doing and what the theme is about. Tell them what about their their crafts. But I would go ahead and, you know, make just like a timeline timeline um, that w- what works for you and decide what crafts you're going to do because you may love the crafts that came with Camp Confetti or you may be like a Taylor Swift. You may be a Swifty, should mm-hmm. I say. And you may have a great idea for a craft that you're going to use over the one that we suggested. So all of those things, just go through it. Make sure you take the time to prep. And then that way, the teachers that are teaching your camps are going to know more and they're going to be more efficient and the camp is going to go more smoothly because you've prepared for it. Yes. So while we do, it is, um, we say Camp Confetti is like, a, you know, a camp in your, and a box, right. but it's like in your email um, and you're going to, it's a drop box and you like can print everything out. You still have to prep and plan. You, you're going to want to do that. We're so that just you, doing the, the work all the ahead of time work. We're doing all the creative work for you. The pre-planning of the pre-planning is what yes. we're doing for you. <laughs> but I think you should try to do that in May or like maybe early June, just depending on when your camp season starts. Uh, but that way you have plenty of time and then you can give those teachers the the camp confetti printouts and they can like look through them and watch the videos so that they can know um, and learn and the games and the activities and the combos and all of the, all the stuff. Yes. So these are all things that we're doing right now, like literally this week is our launch, like we said, um, early, it's early February right now, or they're all the, so the things that are next up on our to-do list for the next couple of months. So pre-planning is always going to be key in making sure that your camps are filled, fully staffed and running smoothly, like Becca just said. And if you're also, if you're anything like us, after our recital, our year-end show, we need a break. Our entire team needs a break. So we always give them that week off. But knowing the comfort of knowing that all of those details for that first camp or 
multiple camps has already been worked out by that point allows us to take that one week off and not be stressed out about that what that next Monday is going to look like yeah, when we have go 75 ahead campers. Schedule that email to the campers so it's ready to go. Everything's ready to go and you can take a break. Um, also, just a reminder that our, our camp confettis, our brand new ones, they are still on special. So you can still get a really good deal on those. We have our two Barbie camps that are new. Um, one is for elementary, one is for preschool. And then we have the in our, in our sparkle era, in my sparkle era which is the Taylor Swift Swift camp, and it is for elementary-aged kids. And then we have 35 camps. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We have so many camps. 32 so, others. So let us help you. Let us simplify your summer. This These camps are so great. I can't say enough good things about them, even though it's our product. Like, I, I cannot imagine what Rhythm Dance Center would do without oh Camp gosh. Confetti. I mean, like, the time that it has saved our, fa- our own faculty, who loves creating themselves, they're... It would be a, a whole different ballgame if we did not have – if we had this many camps and didn't have the layout and the and the stuff prepared ahead of time. Yeah, we're excited. Um, okay, well, that wraps up today um, on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Also wanted to let you know that Danny and I are heading to Studio Owner University. We are going as studio owners. Can, uh, Confetti on the Dance Floor will not be there as a vendor this year. We just couldn't make that work. But Danny and I will be there – um, attending, trying to like get our heads Students, in the right space. We're, we're being um, student mode. Yeah, we're for, being student for mode. But um, if you're there and you have any questions about Camp Confetti or about Confetti on the Dance Floor, or just want to say, or hi, you just want to say hi to us, please do. We look forward to seeing um, a lot of you guys in San Diego at Studio Owner University. And I know we're recording some new um, podcasts with special Woo-hoo! guests um, during that time, so I'm excited for that too. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening and have an awesome day. Bye, guys. Bye.